Welcome back to yet another episode of The Unorthodox. Man, I know it's been a minute, guys. My apologies. Yours truly has been trying to get some business going, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, talking about business, today I want to share something that I think would be helpful to any aspiring entrepreneur out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're aspiring to get into business, then I think knowing what I'm about to share today might prove, uh, you know, crucial. And the principle I'm talking about is business model. Now, a business model is, you know, part of your business strategy. And I've already talked about business strategy in a prior episode. But business models are all about how we make money in the market, you understand? So if a venture capital firm or any investor ever asked you about your business model, they just want to know how you make money. Eh? And in order for you to know how to make money, you have to know how you reduce the cost in creating awareness for your product. And remember, a lot of money goes into, you know, sales and marketing, you understand? Because we need to close that sale. And remember, if you ain't making sales, it ain't really a business, is it now? So, you see, sometimes when you look at the profit and loss, you know, statements of certain companies, you understand? Yeah, I'm talking to my G's out there who be like looking at other companies like in case you ever want to purchase them because... We are talking about multiplying, you understand? Like multiplication of assets. And in order to do that, you need, you know, to know these things, you understand? Like some of the assets are going to be through equity. And sometimes you're going to have to purchase companies, you understand? And before you purchase them, of course, you're going to have to look at their profit and loss statements, you understand? So if you look at the P&Ls, eh, that's how... That's what business people call them, you understand? If you look at the P&L of, uh, you know, most companies, you come to find that, let's just say 20% of their budget goes towards the R&D, which is research and development, like towards the creation of the product. Then 30 to 40% of their budget actually goes into marketing. So if your PL is exactly the same as your competition, you're still in a rut race, you understand? You need to break out and you need to redefine the market. So this is why you see business models mainly emphasize that you cut costs where your competition actually spends more. Remember, if you are coming into a market, you are a startup in some kind of way, you understand? So not a lot of people know who you are, you understand? And you're trying to create a reputation. So in order for you to have a disruptive business model you're going to have to cut costs that you would have to spend on the customer actually getting aware of your product so it might be that you've just discovered a whole new segment in the market and by segment i mean there is always a need behind the need guys like you see in restaurants they discovered that you know besides you wanting to eat you understand that's the need there is the need of you want to eat, but the place you want to eat at has to have like a good ambiance or this and that. Then some restaurants go the extra mile of we got to give you that kingly service and eh? shout outs to CJ's. But before we get into all of that, segmentation will be more in a go-to-market strategy. Now, your go-to-market strategy is how you, the way you hear it, eh? the way you be, yes, the way you attack the market. But... Getting back to business models, your business model will look at things like your multipliers, your levers. And what do I mean by multipliers? You understand? When we talk about multipliers in business models, we're talking about those things that will help you increase your revenue and 
your reach, you understand? So here we're talking about things like tiered pricing where you offer different prices to different customers. And this can easily be understood if you know the distinction between B2C or B2B. And in case you don't know the distinction between those two words, B2C stands for business to customer. So you're delivering directly to an individual customer. Then B2B means business to business. That means you're interacting or you're in business with other businesses. You help other businesses uh, do that which they also want to achieve you understand so here this is where we look at strategic partners you understand so this means sometimes you won't have to use or you won't have to spend so much on marketing but you will use your partner's sales force to do the marketing for you you understand now besides that sometimes your multiplier can be your product and what do i mean by that like you can create a product that plays well with others you understand sometimes a product that plays well with others makes it easier for you to penetrate the market so what do i mean by a product that plays well with others well a product that plays well with others tends to be one that facilitates or is integrated into already existing solutions now a basic example i can give i have a friend of mine called jeremy who makes some mean barbecue sauce now this one time he happened to make so much barbecue sauce we had a weekend where we're doing a barbecue with the boys and he ended up giving some of us like you know some packets to go with and i tried out this barbecue sauce on a rolex so a rolex is already an existing solution too and beta yechivuka you dig now if you made barbecue sauce that goes well with a rolex then that is a product that plays well with others you get it like it's not a standalone but sometimes you're going to create a russian door kind of product and you guys know the Russian doll concept. You know, there is always a smaller doll within a bigger doll. Eh? So like the more you open, you find something underneath. So you want a customer to have that experience where it's always like your product is unraveling. You understand? That's how you get more value out of your customer. This is how we increase the revenue that we're making of our customer. Now, multipliers aside, your levers or your leverage are the things that will help you reduce the time that you have to spend to go to market. The things that are going to help you reduce the time that a customer has to spend to actually get to your product. Like the apps on your phone, you understand? That's how most businesses are now attacking you. Like they know that, oh man, we don't want you to go any farther, man. As you're sliding through your screen, I'm right here, man. I'm gonna I'm give you what you want. So here we're looking at things like all the web services, you understand, uh, viral marketing, you understand, social media marketing. We're looking at you co-creating with your partners where you create a certain value, but in order for it to be like the full value that the customer wants, maybe there is another guy that does the finalizing bit, you understand? Now here, the basic example I can give is the business model applied in e-commerce, you understand? You get to see that most dropshippers don't do everything. There is a guy who will deliver the package or the product. So that's what I'm talking about. Like you want to be instant. Now, while we're still talking about, you know, multipliers and levers, the multipliers and levers will see to it that the customer recognizes the core or the value in your business. That is what you want. Hmm? You know, we talk about smanya customer trust, customer what you understand. Guys, it's about the value you give. That's why, like, sometimes they say business models are all about creating value, harnessing value, and delivering value. You understand? Because your value is your core. 
I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. Your value is that thing that makes you distinct in the market. Yes, business is not just about offering the best price. You have to be unique in whatever service or whatever value proposition that you are given. So business models will ensure that the customer recognizes their value, you understand? And while they recognize that value, you can know how you can upsell or even start uh, redefining that which you have you understand because always remember it's easier to sell to an already existing customer than it is to acquire a new customer what i wanted to say with that was you know a business model will entail sometimes that you give out your product for free or you give out jaribu eh? yeah to my ug people you know what jaribu is eh? jaribu is the you see these guys who be selling uh, grasshoppers? They know for sure that everybody else out there selling grasshoppers, but in order for them to close the sale on you, they know it's just you like testing a little bit. And they know no three or four grasshoppers are going to leave a connoisseur of grasshoppers, you know, without some asking or requiring for more, you understand? So that's the trick they play. So that trick can be looked at in the business sense as offering freemiums out here in the corporate style of things you understand so you give a freemium product where that is part of your business model eh? but what your competition might not realize is that by you giving away your product or your software there is a different way you're actually getting paid eh? and your competition cannot afford that to give it away for free eh? you understand i don't know if you guys actually get what i'm saying but so that's what business models are about it's about you thinking around things that will confuse your competition and for you to cause an innovator's dilemma and in case you don't know what an innovator's dilemma is this is where you create a new way of playing the game and your competition just can't seem to emulate it or they just can't seem to follow it a case in point self border you understand i mean uber was here in ug but self border still shook their pants you understand like yo you guys be focusing on what rides for us we know our ug people and one of the reasons why you know self border disrupted those people they had a disruptive business model you understand but besides that it's the fact that there was a ugandan on board like the fact that a ugandan was on board meant that the startup actually had what some people call localization or translation you understand and in case you don't know what those words mean it's just basically saying that you know the value is tailor-made for the market or what you did here, eh? like you see i heard a rumor that when jumia first came down here to ug eh, they made a loss eh, because they came through with a business model that had been tailor-made for nigeria so that's where this whole localization thing comes in like you need to study an individual market you understand so in conclusion my goal here whenever i share this type of information is to help an aspiring entrepreneur or that person out there who maybe in your friends or your clicks you're referred to as the dreamer you understand oh this man always has a lot of business propositions eh? i just want to help you man always take it that the unorthodox is that safe space for you where you can come and we talk about business you understand as we try to change the world anyway i've done a lot of yapping i don't know if you guys have picked up on anything but i hope it's been of relevance and until we meet next time Papo,
天我一扑一扑走到我那飞机起，唱歌唱不醉，给老子滚回去，我脱水。